0: Nothing important, Matt Reyes. I'm fucking tired. Uh, Is that your problem? No. It's not your problem. I'm tired for a combination of things, ladies and gentlemen. I thought it to myself to be a great decision at the age of 30 to change my life, to change my lifestyle, to continually work out, add in a workout and diet regimen to uh, to my life. Because I don't want to be a fat daddy. I don't want to be a uh, dying young daddy. I don't want to be um, an unhealthy daddy. I don't want to be a bad example to my daughter. That's the motivation behind anything that I fucking do in my life, right? So I decided to work out and I'm trying to get in shape. And right now I'm tired. It is hump day for a lot of fucking reasons. And none of them are for the reason that I would like it to be called hump day. I would enjoy hump day, meaning that I get some fucking, some humps in. That's not why. It's not why it's called hump day. It's called hump day because it's in the middle of the week. It's a psychological thing. Um, nobody cares. Nobody cares about your problems. Nobody cares about my problems, nothing important. Another goddamn day. Do I have something to talk about? Nope. I'm here ready to talk to you, man to fucking man. Man, a woman. Man, a child. Children, please don't listen to this program. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy that I do it daily. I enjoy the challenge. When you do anything, the pursuit of consistency, the challenge, there's no higher challenge than the psychological uh, digestion, the digesting doubt, digesting, uh, you know, thinking too highly of yourself, digesting, thinking too lowly of yourself, digesting why you're doing it. That is really the challenge. Nothing else is really difficult. Everything else is just consistency, you know, building, learning, um, being willing to learn, being willing to try, facing your fears. I'm not saying these things are not challenging, but none of the, they all pale in comparison to, uh, you know, digesting the psychological aspect of it, you know. Uh, but that's what I enjoy. I enjoy it on a day-to-day basis, getting back on this goddamn recording and just talking And just talking to this therapeutic, it is, I feel like it's building something. Beside the fact of what I want to build, the intention is very clear, ladies and gentlemen. I want to have a podcast that's very successful. I want a crowd to come and listen to me. I want a group of people to, uh, upon seeing my image, putting their right hand over their heart or dropping down to their knees and slapping their two palms on the ground above their head. You understand what I'm saying and praising me like I'm a deity. That's all I want. Very simple. Once in this fucking human existence, right? It's all I fucking want. Um, and I'm willing to do. I'm willing to do what I got to do. Uh, <laughs> no, I started this podcast because I think I have a. You know, I heard something today, and now I'm gonna fucking rearrange my whole. That's what happens, ladies and gentlemen, on a, on a Tuesday. You could have it all fucking figured out, and Wednesday comes around, and you hear somebody who's smarter than you say something, and then you got to rearrange your entire reality. Or you could just stay rigid in stone with the beliefs that you hold and reject the new information that is irrefutable. I heard some information. um, it, It was more poetic. It was more esoteric. It was more philosophical. It was not really some logical information. It was wordplay. It was a video of, a, of an older man um, kind of taking away some of the illusions of our perception. And he, without me getting too fucking deep down the rabbit hole, I'll just tell you very quickly. He just said that belief is doubt. Because in order to believe, you must not know. You can't believe you have two feet. You know you have two feet. You can't believe you have eyeballs. You know you have eyeballs. You cannot believe that there's hair on your arm. You know that there's hair on your arm, but you can believe in Jesus Christ because you you don't know. You can believe in heaven because you don't know. You can believe in God. You can believe in a lot of fucking things because you don't know. And for that very reason, belief is doubt. And I was like, wow, that's fucking wonderful. That's wonderful. So I'm trying to get into the mindset of knowing. And I think when you start anything, you you hear other sayings in this lifetime. I've heard this before where people say what you're interested in, even if you're not good at it in the beginning, your interest, there's something more intelligent than your conscious brain an intuitive interest, something that sparks your interest is what you should pursue because once you try it and you give it some work and some effort that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you will be good at, right? And when I started this, the spark to make me begin, the emotion and the thought, the, the seed of emotion and the seed of thought uh, was a knowing. I was like, I know I could do this. I know I could do this. And I still hold true with that knowledge of it being successful. All that being said, you know, just to keep it on a real fucking note, you don't want to do anything every day. There's nothing beside shitting, pissing, and drinking water that you want to do every day. You understand what I'm saying? It's a grind, but it is a beautiful fucking experience. And I, I'm not one of the type of people to kind of like... I'm, I'm, I, I think about it way too like butterfly effect, to want to go back to my past and change anything. Because I love the people who are in my life right now, namely my daughter... And I know that if I would change anything in my past, the sequence of events that led up to me putting my penis inside her mother's um, ho-ho and and spraying off, you know what I'm saying? Let, letting loose on the fire hydrant and wetting them walls up. I know that any change of my past would have ruined the sequence of events that would lead up to her being the sperm that survives in her mother's egg, right? So I don't really reflect backwards and think, Well, I would change this. But if I could talk to somebody else who's younger than me, if I could speak to somebody else who is in that period of life that I was in, where I was very unsure and I was confused and I was extremely emotional. And that's really where you're supposed to be for the most part when you are in your early 20s or your late teens, or even when you get a little bit older. There's people in their 30s that are still in there. I'm not judging. The point of what I'm saying is that those people should try to look at individuals who are older and more experienced and take on their habits earlier in life. You know, I, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do right now. That's my motivation be try, behind trying to work out. I'm not like passionate about fitness, it's not a passion of mine. It's a very logical cause and effect that's going on in my brain that inspires me to, to get up and fucking work out. It's just, I know that if I don't do this now, in 10 years, in 15 years, in 20 years, I will be paying for it in an incredibly painful way. And in the same way, if you are in your young 20s, you are in your teens, however the fuck old you are, you might be my age, if you don't start something that is a grind, that is an interest, and push past the fears, push past the doubt, push past the external reality. And that encompasses everything. That means everybody's opinions. That means your beliefs about other people's opinions. That means you uh, having, uh, you know, mental ambiguity, having a a mind of, you know, ups and downs and thinking about things like, uh, you know, I don't just considering all possibilities. Is this person perceiving it this way? If you don't open up the door to all that fucking pain to come and smack you in the face when you're young. You you'll want to do it later in life, so it just makes sense logically to do it now and go through that fucking pain and go through that grind until it becomes such an ingrained habit that it's just part of your lifestyle that it's just a a behavior. You know, I've been doing this podcast for about six months, and I, I come across as a crazy person to a lot of people. It might seem thirsty. It might seem like I'm trying to skip ahead. It might seem like once again, this is what you have to accept when you when you pursue anything. It's. You will have a consideration of how other people perceive it. I don't fucking care. I don't care. I know. I'm in the place of knowing. That I'm planned to do this every fucking day. That was just the seed of it. That was the emotional and the psychological and the mental and the visual seed. That was planted in my brain. And I'm holding on to that knowing. And I'm just going to continue. And I tell you it bears fruit before it bears fruit. It is profitable Before it is profitable, if you understand what I'm saying. You know, beside even just like therapeutics and beside even, it's just, it's a beautiful thing when you do what you say you're going to do. It is a wonderful fucking thing in this lifetime. Everybody's chasing a dollar. Everybody's chasing an image. Everybody's chasing a body type. Everybody's chasing a perception. Everybody's chasing a crowd or fame, status, all of these things that people are fucking chasing. Right There's a a long line where almost everybody in the human experience goes after at least one of those categories, if not all of them. Most people really go after all of them. Ambition kind of works that way. But the reality is there's something that is as sweet as all of those things. And it's just being loyal to yourself. It's being consistent with yourself. It's not cheating yourself. There's a beauty in that. It builds a relationship with yourself. And I don't think people think about that a lot. It's like we do have to interact with so many human beings in this lifetime. We do have to interact with so many external forces. You do have to live in the external world. I'm an individual through this podcast who likes to get down the goddamn rabbit holes, who likes to talk, quote unquote, red pill talk, who likes to get into the esoteric shit, into the the fuzzy, into the confusing, into the mystery, into the unknown. I like to talk... With those themes a lot But that is not negating That there is a real world around you That this physical reality is very real That the people around you are very real Don't get fucking sucked down All these illusions that tell you That everybody's an illusion Or you're creating the people around you This is not a fucking video game This is life It's life And so As important as it is To Be introspective And Visualize From within Outward, to not be hurt or affected or triggered by the external world, it is also just as important to be grounded enough to accept that you are in the in external world to a great extent. And for that reason, you know you have to play by the rules of this this physical world. You have to. Um, The best way I think the greatest anchor. Is finding something that you enjoy and doing it every goddamn day. Doing it every day. Not doing it every other day or put yourself on a weekly schedule or on a monthly schedule or build out a... No, do something every fucking day. Do something every fucking day. You know what I mean? That To me, I can't even explain the rewards of it. It's building such a, a, a strong relationship with the self. You do have to interact with the external world, but... You mostly interact with yourself. That it, 100% of the time, you're interacting with yourself. So you should build that relationship. You should, you should cater to that relationship sometimes. You should pay some attention. You should water that plant. Am I doing too much goddamn motivation? I think so. Let's fucking skip ahead, baby. Let's talk about something else. You know what I like to do? I like to read the news. And it's not the news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I actually avoid the stories that I think are valuable in society. (laughs) That's what I'm doing right now, just to practice uh, growing different muscles. I find things that actually repulse me and that I don't find interesting, that I don't think should be pushed out in the mainstream. And I like talking about those things and I like to try to make them interesting. Let's fucking start. Let's talk about somebody that I really give no shit about, but they're in the ethos of my fucking mental memory card. It's an individual named Pamela Anderson. If you are my age, you might remember this individual. You might remember a blonde white woman with huge fake tits who was a reality star in the early 2000s, who was made extremely famous for a sex tape. That's the way we did it back in the day. I got to tell my daughter that as the world, as society continues to decay... As we continue having hip-hop, female hip-hop stars come out on songs and teach girls uh, in the form of uh, you know a TikTok dance rap video and very terrible lyricism, give them instructional videos how to fuck, suck, and swallow. As we get further into that, into society, one day, I'm going to have to tell my daughter about the good old days. Back in my day, we didn't have such crude behavior. We didn't have artists that went and made soft pornography music videos and tell young girls how to throw cock. We didn't have all that. What we had was sex tapes, you know? And that was like, in comparison to what's going on now, that's like, it's fucking angelic, you know? Somebody leak your sex tape, that fake bullshit, right? Pam Anderson, she was one of those figures. She was one of those individuals, one of those white women that had a sex tape and it magically got fucking leaked and she just profited immensely off of it um, and she's back on the scene for God knows what reason let, let, let me see because she she came up on my Google algorithm I'm going to see what story is most interesting I'm going to try I'm going to fucking try here but I mean she wasn't interesting when she was famous and now I don't know why she's she probably has like some movie or something coming back out let me see this uh, Pam Anderson reveals the real reason why she and Kid Rock broke up ladies and gentlemen very hilarious very hilarious there was a pop star back in the day named Kid Rock and he always looked like a 35 year old white man Uh, and that was her boyfriend or her husband and they were together and she's describing why they broke up Um, nobody cares nobody cares nobody cares let's see Let's, let's read it. Fuck it, right? She's back in the news. You might remember when Pamela Anderson dated Kid Rock. If you're a certain age, uh, they were together on and off for a decent amount of time. 2000s and got married in 2006 before splitting for good a few months later. It's possible you also remember Pamela Anderson's cameo in the 2006 comedy Borat. Borat, hilarious. If you remember her role in that movie, in the Borat movie, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, who is a very intelligent hilarious. I don't know if you call him a comic or an actor. He does something that's like hybrid. Uh, he essentially like made a whole bunch of prank movies where he dressed up like different people and did what I consider to be social experiments with the aim of exposing uh, mental retardation. But in the first movie that he had, he was an immigrant from Kazakhstan, very racist, um, that came to America with hopes of marrying Pamela Anderson who was this Hollywood pop star at the time and he actually came to um a book signing of hers without her knowledge she was not in on this this was not that type of prank type of pranks he does he's the only guy in on the fucking con he's a crazy son of a bitch so he goes to this book signing and very famous Pamela Anderson is there signing books he waits in line and then comes up to her and throws a pillowcase over her fucking head and promptly gets um she started screaming She thought she was probably going to get fucking Assassinated and then they kicked him out It's very hilarious, you should fucking look it up On um, on YouTube For a long time it was rumored that Pamela Anderson's Borat cameo essentially destroyed Her marriage to Kid Rock And according to Pamela That's kind of exactly how it went down I want to ask you ladies and gentlemen I'm going to take a pause right now I want to thank you firstly for being a continual listener To the Nothing Important Podcast This would be around the time where I plug something Where I would turn into a salesman where I would transition. Maybe I would clear my throat to give a subliminal dry throat signal to your subconscious before I made a very rude uh, liquid ingesting noise to the microphone and then pitch you some fucking $9 bottle of water. Right? I don't have anybody sponsoring the podcast. What I would like to do is take a survey. No, this is not Facebook. No, I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. No, I am not trying to pry information out of you with my very intelligent surveys that uh, they're, they're so refined um, that they can actually give me a personality type. That, that's what happens. Cambridge Analytical, look it up. Uh, they're stealing your information. Not only they're using the information to give you a personality profile, you are a slave. Uh, but I do want to give you a little quick survey. I want to ask you very quickly. Should I continue with this? Should I continue with this story? Is it interesting? Send your votes in. Let's act like it's, let's let's do a period piece. It's like a period piece movie, right? It's the early 2000s. This is like American Idol voting. Remember, you you were able to call in or text and they would act like those votes actually counted, right? And then you would see on, on live TV a couple moments later what everybody voted or the next week or however the fuck it works. Let's act like the votes just came in and I'm gonna negate all the votes. It's a fucking rigged election. I'm going to keep on going because I like boring you. In her new memoir, Love, That's What We're Selling, Pamela says that her Borat cameo apparently enraged Kid Rock, who the fuck cares? Or Robert Ritchie, who the fuck cares what his real name is? Um, if you're If you're getting legal with it to the point where their relationship ended completely. I didn't tell Bob I was in the movie because I wanted to surprise him. She wrote regarding the film's premiere where her cameo was first revealed. I forgot about the part in the film that I referenced the sex tape. Ah, so apparently Kid Rock was still self-conscious, even though he was with the very beautiful Pamela Anderson, that he probably gained his attraction from her watching the nationally distributed sex tape that was out for years before he got with her. But when he got with her, he fell in love with her. So he wanted to erase that part of his memory. He wanted to edit their love story. He wanted to act like she wasn't sucking a 12-inch dick on camera. And that's how she became famous. And once she referenced it, he was triggered and they broke up. Do you guys see that this is just not, it's not fucking interesting at all? But I'll continue. But I will continue. Let's see what else is going on. Fox News. That was TMZ. This is Fox News, you know? Gun rights groups vow to fight back as ATF pistol brace rule takes effect. So the first story was, uh, I don't know who the demographic is there. I feel like anybody who was into Pamela Anderson on a serious note was probably an incel in the early 2000s, and they killed themselves. They killed themselves for various reasons because they couldn't get any vagina, uh, because uh, they didn't survive the the, uh, the Bitcoin crash. <laughs> It's fucking nerds, or or they sold their Bitcoin early for pizza they're one of those guys, and they're just watching other people who have billions upon billions of dollars, and they're still in their mom's basement i don 't know who was a fan of Pamela Anderson back in the fucking day. All those women, I feel like they're brain dead now from all the box wine that they ingested, so I'm not sure who that demographic was for. Fox News. I can tell you who this is for. This is for older white men who live on nothing but fear, nothing but fear. The stereotype in America is that when you go to the south, you want to see some fat white guy with uh, f- uh, red hair, balding, uh, missing teeth and a shotgun that somehow has acres of land. They somehow still uh, <laughs> have a lucrative business where they can, they can survive and, and, and be affluent. You know these are the stereotypes for, for a southern fox viewer. And those individuals, they survive nothing on, but on nothing but fear. It may seem like they're angry. It may seem like they're racist. It may seem like they're defensive. It may seem like they're aggressors. All of those things are very untrue. They're actually sweet, sweet, scared, old men. And all of those things I previously mentioned, they're just defense mechanisms. These guys are the most brainwashed demographic in America. Gun rights groups vow to fight back as the ATF pistol brace rule takes effect. Let's talk about what the fucking ATF Pistol brace rule is Old white men are you listening Gun rights group slammed a Biden administration rule That forces gun owners to register any weapon With stabling braces Including pistols So I'm assuming this is a federal mandate Because I understand in certain states You would have to register your gun I understand in other states it's open carry Open dick Whatever the fuck you want to do with Cowboys Wild Wild West this is a new, uh, I guess, amendment to a law that is forcing gun owners to register weapons with a stabling brace. I don't have a weapon. My boy, my best friend, he's a cop, I'm not going to say his fucking name. He literally just texted me today with a beautiful gun that he he's recommending that I go buy. Maybe, maybe not. I don't really, you know, I'm not really in a, in a situation where I think somebody's going to do a good old B&E, breaking and entering into my apartment to steal. I got somewhat valuable stuff. I, I, they're going to steal like my computer screens, and Epson printers and a guitar. I don't know what the fuck they want in my apartment, but I don't feel the need uh, where I am in life right now to need firearms to protect me. With that being said, the neighborhood that I live in, in Atlanta, in the greater Georgia neighborhood, people like their guns. People like their guns, I'm sure... If somebody is from the South and they're listening right now, they understand what a stabling brace is. I have no fucking idea what it is. I'm just going to assume it's like a holster. Owners of these guns, braces must register them within 120 days since the rule went into effect on January 31st or face possible felony charges. The rule is being enforced by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, the ATF. Ladies and gentlemen, I know about the ATF. I don't, I don't smuggle tobacco. I, I'm not old enough to have been working for Al Capone during the Prohibition era where I was, you know, bootlegging liquor. Um, I don't have any firearms, as I just previously stated. And I'm not big into explosives. You know, I, I, I've, I've made fun of that retarded habit, the retarded cultural norm that on holidays in America, we still blow up rockets like fucking Neanderthals. Right So this is not really up my alley You might ask How do I know about the ATF I used to work in Los Angeles In a sales organization Where I would sell uh, What you can call Alternative investments To hedge against stocks Bonds Mutual funds um, Taking a big old Dipsy doodah And I ruined a guy's life Who had a a large pension uh, Through the ATF (laughs) The Firearms Policy Coalition Filed a lawsuit Against the rule Tuesday Slamming the ATF For attempting to Unlawfully Expand It's authority. Mm. So firearms policy coalition, they're fighting back with the lawyers, with the law called the Jews. Um, This, uh, the, the, the lawsuit is against the ATF for attempting unlawfully to expand its authority. So I don't know what that means. That's a very law law lawy. That's very lawyerish language, language, expand its authority. It's very vague. Uh, federal agencies do not have the power to write new laws. And yet the ATF continues to attempt to expand its authority using the federal rulemaking process. Cody Wiskinski, a senior attorney for the Firearms Policy Coalition, said, Cody Wyskinski, are you, uh, are you Polish or are you Polish Jewish? I'm racist. This rule is, in effect, a federal law that will transform millions of peaceable... Um, people, peaceable, peace. I don't know what that word is, peaceable, perceivable, all right, that's a word I don't know, uh, millions of people into felons, perceivable, per- millions of perceivable, peace- all right, millions of people into felons overnight simply for owning a firearm that has been lawful to own for decades, so this is the issue, this is the argument, you ladies and gentlemen, you give me your goddamn opinions, take your bias and put it on the side, If you're from the coast, if you're from New York City and you think the only way to fight back is with slogans on your T-shirt and support for people who decide to to cut their dicks off. Or if you're from the South and you like having a 12-gauge shotgun and you don't mind that your toddler has access to that in your house, right? Either of you, put your bias to the side for one moment and let's just talk about the facts of what is being argued right now. So this rule is basically stating that anybody who previously had uh, this particular type of weapon setup needs to now re register, needs to now go and re register to make it known that they have something that they had for the last 30 years. This is like a reverse of what's happening with marijuana, whereas, in with marijuana for the last, you know, 30, 60 fucking years, if you get a little shake in the bottom of your carpet and in, in your car, and uh, the cops see that. And you are of a certain complexion, you're gonna get body slammed and you going in. And nowadays, everybody's opening up a goddamn dispensary and it's, you know, the, the regulation is getting lower and lower and you're able to go and sell marijuana. Now they're saying for the last 30 years, last 60 years, you were able to have this particular weapon set up. And if you had registered or if you hadn't registered due to whatever uh, state mandated registration, uh, by wherever you live uh, You were a okay up until today New law, new refinement to a law in effect And now you need to go register something That you already have in your goddamn house This is just an article about triggering, triggering individuals I don't really think it does it As well as the fact that I don't think You know, it's gonna stop what it's intended to stop You know, we should address mental health And why there's children continually doing mass shootings um, is this interesting? Let's take another pose. There's that burp. And the burp was just subliminally to, uh, start transitioning into a sales pitch for Tums. You guys like Tums? They're not sponsoring the show. The, store, the show, the show, they're not sponsoring the show. Um, so who the fuck is, right? We're going to do another survey. Is this interesting? Do you think this is interesting? Do you think I should continue? I don't give a fuck. It's rigged. Other gun rights groups may soon file lawsuits of their own. Jason Omiet, the executive director of the National Rifle Association Institute for Legislative Action, said the rule is bound to fail in court as it is a responsibility meant for Congress, not federal agencies. ATF's new definition for stabilizing braces is unconstitutional and arbitrary. Every American gun owner is in danger of potentially facing felony charges at the whim of these bureaucrats. There's a lot of trigger words for like conservatives. Uh, Bureaucrats and uh, without any new statute in place. The NRA believes this rule will fail for the same reasons the bump stock rule failed. ATF can only apply federal statutes. It can't rewrite them. Rest assured, NRA will be challenging the rule. And then they got a big picture. Houston, 2022, NRA convention, 150 years strong. It's the image of the skull of a very large bull, 14 acres of guns and gear. Gangster, gangster, top of the list, bitch. What do you guys think about that? You know what I think about it? Not important. Um, let's see what is important. World news. What do we do, ladies and gentlemen? We did a little bit of nostalgia. We talked about shit that didn't matter in the early 2000s, but for whatever reason, they're pumping it onto my algorithm. And we're talking about current events that are national issues that still don't fucking matter, but for whatever reason, they're pumping into my algorithm. Now let's talk from a global perspective. And this actually does matter. CBS News reporting as China and Russia get quote closer and Beijing invest in nuclear weapons. NATO refocuses on new friends. No new friends. No, no, new. Tokyo, China's growing assertiveness and collaboration with Russia poses a threat not only to Asia, but also Europe. NATO Secretary General Jen Stolenberg said Wednesday as he sought stronger cooperation and more friends for NATO in the Indo-Pacific region. Stolenberg said China is increasingly investing in nuclear weapons and long-range missiles without providing transparency or engaging in meaningful meaningful dialogue on arms control for atomic weapons while escalating coercion of its neighbors and threats against Taiwan, the self-ruled island. It claims it's its own territory. We talked about this previously before, ladies and gentlemen. I just talked about the genetic difference as it pertains to mentality from the Chinese and the Western world. Taiwan already had a conflict in the past with China right before COVID-19. Nobody remembers it. 2019, does anybody remember? Everybody was getting together. All the crazies on the conspiracy theory blogs, they put down the blunts just long enough to congregate and make a plan to go to Area 51 and find those goddamn aliens. It was gonna happen. They shut down the world. You know what else was happening? There was a conflict happening between China... Which is, you know what the fuck China is. Look on the tag on your shirt. That's what China is. They make everything. And an island that is considered to be its own sovereign territory called Taiwan, full of Chinese people. Um, But (laughs) they are their own place. And they were beefing because of some issue. It was a murder. The guy fled to Taiwan. He did the murder in China, fled to Taiwan. Taiwan did not have... Laws of extradition to China China said, word, you're not going to help us get this guy who killed his girlfriend What we're going to do is we're going to renege We had an agreement where you're going to be free for this goddamn long Fuck all that And China started to try to take back that territory And you saw in 2019 Doctors, lawyers, physicians Very professional Asian people in the street Fighting Bare fist, bare knuckle fucking boxing it was craziness. It was crazy. We need to run that back. The UFC needs to fucking... That needs to be a greatest hits for the UFC. Because they're not, they're not doing great right now. So this is basically talking about um, the issues uh, that I, I've been talking about. I've talked about this on a previous podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I think that this country is too disillusioned. They're too focused on giving money to Ukraine. We're too focused on investing in the brainwashing of our citizens. We are too focused on ramping up innovation, technology, and the creative sectors of whatever industries with the aim of pacifying human beings with more brain-numbing entertainment. And in other countries around the world, they're playing real goddamn military chess. So what America needs to goddamn do is get their thumb out of their fucking ass, Stop jerking off with the left hand and concentrate on playing some chess back. Because China, they have the great import-export game. Russia, they ready to fucking risk it all. North Korea, they're really not a positive or negative beside the fact that, you know, I, I think they'll push that button. I really do think they'll fucking push that button. All those things being considered. We need more help. We need more friends. We need to... Take over this side of the planet, invest into other countries and make them our friends slash bitch. And fucking army up, bro. We need more numbers. They got too many people. They got too much money. They have too much power. All we have right now is the influence. Let's lose use the influence to get friendly with other people and you know what I'm saying? Play this game correctly. Play this motherfucking game correctly. It's very important, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of trigger words in that article. You hear nuclear weapons, you hear atomic bombs. We are talking about world wars, not a joke, very serious. But if you are like myself, if you uh, believe in the philosophical concept that nothing is important, this is the Nothing Important podcast with your host, Matt Reyes. If you didn't know, now you know. Then you would not focus on that. Then you would have already tapped out and you would still be reflecting the beautiful Pamela Anderson's. Humongous fake tits You probably You know You have this plane In the background As you're on your MacBook And you've been looking For that sex tape Because I said uh, In one line Of this fucking podcast That she was sucking A 12 inch dick And you can't help yourself You gotta go see you gotta, you gotta go see How good dick sucking skills are Why is she getting So much fucking attention Right Kim Kardashian When she had a sex tape Wasn't that great She looked fantastic But she didn't really do a lot Ray J put the work in You know He should be more famous that's the way the world works, ladies and gentlemen You take your pick out of those three stories I would love to hear the actual results of the survey Even though this was a rigged election Please tell me what the fuck you think Is that interesting? Should I keep going? Reading the fucking news? You know, I love input I love when people tell me Or give me direction So I can talk about those things And take my advice That is the last nugget that I will fucking share Until I get back in my office tomorrow Tomorrow to harass you psychologically and mentally, and plant more seeds into your brain. I would ask that you take my advice. You find something that you are very interested in. Doesn't matter if when you try it, you suck. Doesn't matter if when you try it, it's really difficult. Doesn't matter if doing it costs money or it's painful or it's inconvenient. Find something you're interested in. Commit to doing it once a day. If you're a continual listener to the Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you. Sincerely continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.